Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Multiplayer Gaming Podcast and happy August to all of our listeners. Today is Thursday, so the three of us are here to break down this week in gaming by looking at news stories over the last seven days. We got a lot of extended gameplay footage for some very large titles. Can't wait to break some of that down, but we do need some introductions. First, I am your host, Paul, and with me, I know that they are both fans of Bank Heists. Coming up first, we have Josh, and I have one question for you. Josh, if you and I were going to rob a bank, what role would you want to play? I want to be the hacker guy that like hacks into the security systems and then like oh, shuts okay. everything down and then like sure. does all the, the cameras fall. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know why, man. I've always wanted to be that guy. Like, you know, that sets all the lights to green so you can make your escape route, you know, perfectly and all that. Like, that's the guy you need. I'm in. So you want to be like Ving Rhames from Mission Impossible, yeah. like the guy doing all the hacking. Yep. Okay. Exactly. All right, and then joining Josh and me, we have Ryan. Ryan, to round out our our very hypothetical bank robbing operation, what what role are you going to play? I'm going to have all the guns. <laughs> Ryan's the, the enforcer. When things inevitably go horribly wrong because Josh is our hacker, I'm going yeah. uh, to okay, be ready to point. shoot us fair. out. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I can see Ryan bursting into the lobby, fire a few shots into the ceiling, and and like start yelling, "We're here for the bank's money, not your money." Your money's insured. Yeah. Like, that's what you want to do? All right, everyone. This is a stick-up. Don't anybody move. Now empty that safe. <laughs> money, money, money. Yep. Absolutely. Now, and you guys go, Ryan, why do you have a bazooka? Now, Ryan, what, what role does Paul play? Paul's the, the guy that... Uh, he came up with all the plan. He's I was going to say, the he's researcher. the mastermind, 100%. Oh. I can see Paul with his whiteboard yeah. and all this stuff just laid out perfectly. <laughs> I know. And at like, okay, guys, at 431 and 0. <laughs> 0.2 seconds, that's when you'll make entry into the... <laughs> Did everybody yeah. bring their spreadsheets? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be Lester from Grand Theft Auto Five, but oh, let's be so real. That's, yeah, I'm Lester. I know it. We can all make <sighs> money together. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I'll take it. Here I was gonna say I was gonna be the safe cracker, but you you guys are 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 too correct. <laughs> All right, I bring up bank robbing because guys, payday three, which is very high on my expectation list, is coming closer and closer to release. It actually comes out next month in September. Forty dollar price tag, so it's a little bit on the cheap wow, side, which right. I love. And this week we heard that there is going to be a technical closed beta. It is running from August 2nd to the 7th. So the day this episode releases, the beta is already live. And it is going to have one mission available that you can run over and over. You can test the stealth. You can test out all the guns. You can do whatever you want. You can request to get into the beta either through Steam on PC or through Xbox. I requested access already. By any chance, did you guys? Because I was kind of hoping we might be able to all hop into some payday beta together. Oh, I did, and my body is ready. 
<laughs> it's Paul, already tingling. You're a good friend. <laughs> I would like to say that I clicked the button, but I did. No, I did. I did. It's yeah, did? of course All I right. did, Paul. <laughs> we'll pry you away from Remnant Two for uh, just one day. It's not we'll let Remnant you get right two. back to I, it. I was gonna make the joke that they picked about the worst time for a beta because Baldur's Gate three releases on August third. So mm-hmm. if you want to play on August second, Paul, I am a good friend and will do that with you. Um, sure. I'm just really busy the rest of the time the beta is going. <laughs> <laughs> I will put it on the calendar. Three All days right. from now, we will play Payday yeah. 3 in the evening. Okay. All right. I can't wait to test it out. All right. Just wanted to mention that in passing here at the top of the show in case anyone else wants to check out that beta. It should already be oh. live, so go check that also, out. Also, real quick, uh, I love it when people let you sign up for a beta by going to the Steam store page and literally yeah. just clicking, I want beta, instead of having yeah. to go to the website <laughs> and put in your email and why you want to be a part of the beta and what are your specs and all this stuff like no man this is the way to do it just one click and it's like okay yeah i thought the same thing i clicked on and i was like oh that was easy that was easy yeah yeah i don't know why take please take note of that other developers (laughs) some of those betas are like how many games do you play in a month and what systems do you own and what version windows are you running? You got to answer like a hundred questions. Yeah. It's literally request access and you're done. I'm doing this for you. You're not doing this yeah. for me. You know, like, exactly. Yeah, make it easy. <laughs> All right. Before we hop into our next topic here, Josh, can you tell the people a little bit about multiplayer squad.com? Oh, our favorite I website. sure can, <laughs> but I'm going to make Ryan do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I, I'm going to do it, but man, you, Deer in the headlights. Ryan's, Ryan's face there for just a second, man. <laughs> no. Uh, okay. So if you love our stupidity and our shenanigans and the you know uh, the video game content, you can help support the show. We are funded by our listeners. Um, with this, we would not be here if it was not for the support of all the people out there that are helping to make this possible. So if you want to join that amazing group of people, you can head over to multi multiplayersquad.com. You can sign up to support the show. It's as little as five bucks a month. It takes like three minutes, maybe. So it's super easy process too. Uh, you can cancel at any time, super easy as well. Um, but yeah, so if you'd like to just help the show out and keep things running, uh, multiplayersquad.com. Sorry, Ryan. and one last thing i'll mention about that is when you do sign up and get access to those squad casts you can go back and listen to all the old ones too there's a whole bunch i think we've done like 30 30 31 30 as of this week yeah because we just released a new one on tuesday yeah and if you want to hear us talk about mostly gaming but we also did touch on our worst experiences in restaurants and that was a lot of fun so (laughs) go check those out for sure gotta be stuff about food always yeah we always have one food question in the squad cast. <laughs> All right. So a couple of days ago, we were given an 18 minute video released showing off extended gameplay of Lords of the Fallen. Now, this is a game that Josh and I have brought up before. It's kind of famous for looking gorgeous. It is developed in Unreal Engine 5. And for my money, I would say over the last several months, this is the one that to me stuck out more than any other game as being truly next gen on PC. It's like we keep being shown all this Unreal Engine 5 footage. I know we already have a lot of games that are made with Unreal Engine 5, like Remnant 2, which looks great, 
But to me, it still looks like a very good current gen game. Lords of the Fallen kind of looks to be like a bigger step up. Now that we got lengthier footage, we're actually able to see more of what this game has to offer. How are you guys feeling about Lords of the Fallen, given that it is set for release not very far off October 13th? Um, I remember looking at this game. Everybody knows that I like Souls-like games. And yes, the graphics in this, I mean, they were showing like a super up-close shot of the armor. And it is the most detailed thing you've ever seen in a video game. So now we got 18 minutes of gameplay on it, and I fell asleep at about minute three. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> really? I, I'm kind of surprised. No, I, I'm just, you know, we, we talked about this a little bit on the squad cast, but I, I think I just have like souls like burnout at this point. That's very fair. It, it is just, dude, there's nothing about this game that stands out to me. It's just it, it feels like every other Souls-like game that I've seen, except it's got really nice graphics. But then I, I, I just don't. It's nothing new, you know. I mean, I, I love good graphics. Don't get me wrong, but I just, I really feel like there is nothing new in this game. I felt like the big catch that they showed off was that when you died, there's two worlds, right? So there's like two, I guess, concurrent worlds going on or something like that. There is Axiom and then Umbral. And so if you die while you're fighting a boss, they even say, hey, things aren't, it's not over yet. You get put in Umbral, which I guess is kind of equivalent to like hell or something like that. It's the land of the dead. Right. And so then you get to kind of keep fighting and, you know, the atmosphere looks different and stuff. But then, you know, then you plant a seed and like some flowers and this weird corpse guy with little tendrils comes out of his mouth. And then you can go back to Axiom. And it's like, okay, like that's kind of neat, but like the gameplay is just like everything I've seen a thousand times before. So I don't want to sound like a negative Nelly because I was kind of hyped for this game, but there's just nothing that they showed off where I went, oh, like that looks really cool to me. So right, I'm, about- I'm kind of meh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Ryan? Were you similar or did you feel differently? Um, I actually felt a little different. I'm kind of surprised with Josh knowing how he likes the games, but it, it makes sense with how many he's played and how many hours, because from someone who's not really big into the Souls world, I loved the way it looked. I thought um, I had wrote, written down a few things that uh, that I definitely noticed. Is I thought, other than you know the world was beautiful and it looked amazing and, uh, and the scenery, I, I thought it, the, the environment seemed to have so much detail. I thought was yes. really, really cool. It just like everywhere you looked on the screen, there was just crazy amounts of detail that was cool. And you, you could miss stuff if you weren't looking. And then the bosses, I thought they looked so cool. There was, there was so many different bosses and then um, they just looked fantastic. I think whoever designed them did an awesome job. I think, I mean, one of them, it was just this big guy that the top of his body was like a big, yeah, the, yeah. his big claws. And then there's another one. It was just a <laughs> cylinder with like spikes and he would just, he was trying down. to headbutt. Yeah. yeah. Just headbutt the ground. And then I think his head would get stuck if you dodged him. So from someone who, who isn't a souls, you know, player, dark souls player, I, I thought it looked cool. I'm, you know, I may check it out, but uh, I don't know, undecided, but yeah, I, I w- I'm a little, I guess, higher on this than Josh. Yeah, I would say that there's a huge mechanic that sets this apart from other games. I feel like Josh is kind of underselling the world of the living and the world of the dead because you run around with this lantern and anytime you pull out the lantern, you can see the land of the dead while you're in the land of the living. And these are like 
parallel universes that both exist. And they say in the video that whether you are in one or the other, there are different characters, there are different NPCs, there are different treasures. So sometimes it looks like, okay, this bridge fell and there's no way to get across. But if you pull out your lantern, maybe you can see, you know, in the land of the dead, there actually is still a bridge. And so you can actually cross over. And I thought that was actually really interesting and kind of adds this like exploration part to the game. My biggest worry is that my OCD nature is going to be pulling out that lantern every five seconds and looking for (laughs) secrets. So at first I thought it looked really cool. And then I was like, Oh no, this is going to drive me crazy. This is like for me, anytime I shoot one bullet, I have to reload because I'm going to need my full clip. And then I'm in the middle of getting attacked and I'm still trying to reload. So for me, cool idea, kind of curious to see how it plays out. But I did also love the fact that you might strategically go into the land of the dead to do certain things and then just work your way back. I thought that was kind of a neat idea. I think this game is going to be good. Like, that's the thing that kind of bugs me a little bit is I do think it looks neat. Like, you know, they, they, they put effort into it. The combat looks fluid. I'm with you, like the, the two lands, and maybe they do some really neat stuff with that. I'm kind of like you, Paul, where I would be just gazing around everywhere. So I'm not sure how yeah. much that would interrupt like the flow of it. I just I think I have a little bit of burnout and that might just be me. But, you know, I, I it, this is worth checking out for sure as far as watching the video and seeing like if this is up your alley. There's one other thing that's kind of neat. Well, a couple things. First of all, they highlight a lot of kicking enemies off ledges. And yes, you guys know fun. that <laughs> I don't know why. It's like my favorite mechanic in games. There's nothing funnier when you can kick off of ledges. And also they kind of highlighted like the different schools of magic, which was kind of neat. So like for the pyromancy side, at one point he like spawns three that dog cool. wolf like creatures like cerberus yeah where they yeah. just cook the guy in in the middle of all of them with like flamethrower mouths and they're like charring this enemy in the middle the combat seems very fast and crisp i thought that more than anything though ryan kind of already touched on it is just like the art design every little movement every detail just looks really expertly made which is funny because like the original lords of the fallen it came out i don't know like almost 10 years ago and like no one played it it, and no one cared yeah but now this one has the same name and it's like this huge title so it's it's pretty interesting but i cannot wait to see more we know it's going to feature nine classes but we don't know everything about them yet also i'm curious to see more of the ui because this video doesn't show ui so that way they can highlight all the art design i'm kind of curious to see what it'll actually look like though yeah, I, I will also just reserve for the record that in three weeks when I am hyped for this game again, because I'm I'm <laughs> not in the I'm tired of these games cycle, like just, you know, forget this episode. <laughs> I'm like, Lord, just strike it from the record. Like the best game ever, guys. <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely one that has a lot of promise. We'll just have to wait and see how yeah. well do they actually execute it. In yeah. three weeks, your brain's going to be melted with Baldur's Gate. It's true. It's true. But then maybe I'll need combat at that point. Like, I've been playing a lot of Remnant, which is very similar to a Souls-like. So maybe I'm just like, at that point, I'll just, I'll have been playing Baldur's Gate so much that I'm like, guys, I just need a Souls-like to play. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we can fire that one up. All right. Well, we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back with more multiplayer gaming podcast. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. 
That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Okay, fellas, we are back. Next thing that we wanted to cover for This Week in Gaming is that there was an event this week called ExileCon. It is actually two full days of a showcase devoted to everyone's favorite Diablo clone, Path of Exile. We do have Path of Exile 2 coming out, not this year, uh, hopefully next year. Now, did you guys ever play Path of Exile 1? Because I did not. Nope. I play. I do know that I did play it, but I feel like I played it for about a week. Because if I remember correctly, it was free. Um, yeah. It was like the free-to-play Diablo clone. And I was going through a phase where I was playing like, I don't know, it was a game called like Path of Titans. There was Path of Exile. Like everybody was just making clones of this <laughs> stuff for like when Diablo 2 rolled around. Um, or maybe it's Diablo 3. I don't remember. But anyway, I did play it. I played it for uh, four or five days maybe. And then I think I kind of lost interest at that point. Yeah, probably. It, it, it's, it's impossible to talk about Path of Exile without bringing up Diablo because yeah. it really is a straight up clone. And this feels a little bit more like a throwback to Diablo 2. Huge Diablo 2 vibes, if you ask me. Um, I think the main thing we're going to talk about here is that they did have a video 30 full minutes showcasing gameplay. They said that this is all coming out of Act 3 out of 6. So they're kind of showing us like mid-game content here. Primarily, we see the Monk class, also a little bit of Sorceress. But since we have all played a lot of Diablo 4 and we're huge fans of the Diablo series, after watching this footage, is this something that you guys might be interested in playing? And how do you feel like it compares to Diablo 4? Uh, <laughs> I, I I don't. I mean, I I have enough hard enough time to be able to find time to be able to play Diablo. So I'm not gonna go play the you know quote unquote knockoff or clone for me. I did think some of the things were pretty cool. Um, I was in watching the stuff and and reading more about it. There's there's a hundred over a hundred unique bosses with a hundred unique mechanics. So yeah. so there's a lot of opportunity for keeping it fresh, keeping uh, the boss fights. You know, all these different areas are supposed to have a different boss in each one. So I think that's really neat. I think it's something that uh, it was a cool thing that they put in. And, and so it's not all the same hack and slash or the same, you know, same three mechanics with all these different bosses that each one has something different to to make it not just kind of stale. I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, I love boss mechanics. I just eat that up, man. Make me do something different than just click left mouse button furiously. You know, I, I really enjoy that. Um, you know, I, I will say I like, I'm with you, Paul. There's, there is a little bit of that Diablo 2 feel to me, and they showed off uh, a few of the classes and stuff, but they said one thing that stood out to me more than anything else that I really like, and they said, we have always... Or like none of the skills have cooldowns on them, basically. Like they're mana, yeah. they're mana based, and you have a mana pool, and you can sit there and spam that skill as fast as you want if you want to until you run out of mana. And I said this about Diablo, and it was one of my complaints about it was like, I want 15 abilities at any given time that I can activate and play this game how I want to play. Now, Path of Exile doesn't do that, but they do have a couple more than Diablo. But I like the fact that you can just 
Use whatever ability you want unless you run out of mana. That, to me, allows you to play the game a little bit more like you want to play it than this artificial, like, oh, you can't use this skill because it's it's too good, or we'll have to balance around it. We don't want to do that kind of thing. So I, I did like what I saw. I was actually fairly impressed with a good bit of it. I just don't know... You know, now this comes out, when is this? 2024, right, Paul? Maybe. Maybe. So beta testing, (laughs) beta testing will start June of 2024. Yes, you heard that right. It is a full year from now, beta testing. So we're still going to have to wait and see. But the fact that this game looked as good as it did now was rather shocking. I mean, I thought that it looked gorgeous. It played extraordinarily well. I did notice once or twice where it kind of like stuttered a little bit frame rate wise, but like this game is still so far off. They're still going to do a lot of optimization and a lot of tinkering. I think this is one of those games that just might be fully realized when it releases. At least I certainly hope so. I think in a year I'll probably be hungry for that experience again. So the timing actually is probably right on the money because, you know, Diablo is going to be around for season one, season two, you know, it will eventually taper off. But I think, I think they're spacing it out well enough that it's like, I, I, there is a good chance that I might jump in to try this out when it's closer to release or a a technical test or something like that. Yeah. Taper off. How dare you? I mean, it's going (laughs) to happen, buddy. (laughs) I don't know that Ryan's still going to be playing Diablo for a year and a half from now. That that's a long time away, but we'll, we'll see. So Josh, you mentioned having more abilities than Diablo. You and I both had that same complaint when you only have four abilities to map. That's a little lackluster and they all work on cooldowns. In this game, you've got your left, middle, and right mouse buttons plus QWERT. So right. that's eight abilities that are mapped. You're getting better, and, yeah. And you still have one through five being your potions and who knows what else you'll be able to use in this game. I thought that there were a lot of things that were really exciting. First of all, unlimited dodging. Dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge. If you master the five Ds, no amount of balls on earth can hit you. And anytime that you dodge, it stops your current mechanic and then goes into the roll. So they said you never lose control of your character because you are in constant use of it. So if you're doing a whirlwind ability, you can move your character with it. All right. You can already do that in Diablo. What's so great about that? But you can go straight and cut that ability off early to go into a dodge to avoid a boss mechanic. I think that's really neat. And going around fighting these bosses, like Ryan mentioned, 100 bosses, 100 areas, when you defeat them, they sometimes drop consumables that give you permanent bonuses to your character. So this is not like where you're going to get a lame piece of gear that's like purple and you're not going to use it like this is add plus 10 spirit permanently to your character so it actually rewards you to go out and explore find these bosses fight them i mean we only got to see a couple in this video but like the giant white silverback it had pretty common mechanics right it's like swinging a pillar and you got to dodge it and you hit it a few times but you also see the other boss later kind of looked like doc ock from spider-man it had like all these you know arms and, and limbs i i don't know guys i know i kind of soured fast on diablo 4 i think the highs of diablo 4 are going to be higher than path of exile 2 but man i thought this game looked really really solid 
the gameplay looks like it might be better than Diablo 4. To be I honest. thought they kind of yeah. crushed it. Yeah, I mean, everything I saw so well, Ryan's just shaking his head, <laughs> you know. I, I will say that there, there's something... It, it, it's kind of zoomed out for my taste. In most of these games, you can just kind of mouse scroll closer and further away. But I usually play like kind of... F- right in the middle of completely zoomed out and completely zoomed in. And it felt like it was zoomed out a little too far. I kind of just kept wanting to tell the guy like, dude, just zoom in just a little, just, <laughs> just, just, just a little bit. man." All the G- GTA one and two vibes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bird's, yeah, eye, yeah. bird's eye view. <laughs> Straight up overhead. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that there's just so many things to like uh, uh, about this gameplay trailer that we got to see. I feel like they put an awful lot of thought into the abilities synergizing and making sense with one another. So even though we're seeing stuff that's existed in other games, like they show that you can do a, a, it's not called frost Nova, but it's frost Nova, whatever they call it here where you can freeze your enemies and then run away and then use another spell where if you hit them at max range, it does the most damage. So you don't want to hit anything up close. So this gives you a chance to freeze, get some space, pull off that ability for monster damage and then run away. But then, I mean, Josh, this seems a hundred percent up your alley. Like, did you see that skill tree for the passive? Oh, I did. Yes. Oh I my did. goodness. I know. Talk yeah. about if you want choices for builds. Well, I mean, there were about 400 options on that screen. And the one thing that I really liked is they were talking, they even, they even mentioned it. Cause it's like, why is this character using ice and lightning? Right. They're like, mm-hmm. we know nobody does that. You spec into one and that's it. And you max that out. And they were saying, this is a problem. And we fixed that. You can like hot swap weapons and then you can actually cater your skills like to that weapon that you have at the time. And I was like, this is super cool too, to me because we all have to do that, right? You either go fire or you go ice or you go lightning or you go, you know, poison or whatever, right? And it was just, this was one of those ones where it was like, I, they're approaching things from the right direction. Now, whether they can execute on it properly or not, we'll find out. But they said a lot of good things. And not only did they say it, but they kind of showed it in the gameplay as well. So this one, even though it's pretty far away, when we get more news, six months from now, I will likely wind up checking this out and saying, let me see how it plays. What did you guys think about the gem cutting system? Like this was where, what a good idea. Like how often in Diablo are you getting Uh, the gems you don't care about? And it's like, all all I need are topaz. I'm going to throw everything else away. (laughs) But here it was kind of neat that you, it drops an uncut gem and then you can like right click it and you choose from like a list of recipes, what do I want this gem to do? And a lot of them had passive abilities that would then maybe even change how you do your gameplay. So one example they showed was when I cast shock, there's a chance that it'll call down an ice comet. And you see on the very top left, it's not it's not a traditional cooldown for an active ability, but they were they were saying there's like minimal cooldowns. So basically as you're casting shock, you get this random ice comet and then you see a little meter that starts working its way back up to 100. And when it's fully recharged, next time you do a shock, it's going to call down an ice comet. And so you start cutting all these different gems. You're using these different skill trees. You're putting these things together. And I feel like all of that is going to result in 
I mean, for people who want to play around with different builds, I think this is going to give that to you far more than what you're able to do in Diablo. I feel like in Diablo 4, you get a little pigeonholed where there's one or two builds yeah. you kind of have to do for endgame. Yep. I think this one's going to give you a little more creativity. Yeah, I, li- I like when games give you... I'm not huge on crafting, but I do appreciate when it gives you the option to tailor these things. And, and like you said, you're not just pigeonholed into the, okay, well, that's just the only build that works. You would get an option right. to, to to tailor things geared on like your play style and what like even if you just like it, you're like, oh, those lightning bolts are cool. That's what I want to use. So I yeah, I, I do appreciate that part. And I mean, who knows? Maybe uh, because I did get the Diablo two vibes as well. So maybe in a year, year and a half, whenever whenever it comes out, you guys are gonna get it. We can all play together. Like I'm sure I'd be <laughs> down. I'd get I'll get hyped by then. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Last thing I'll mention is your your core basic attack ability changes depending on what weapons you use. And I thought that was neat too. So they show for the sorceress that this staff gives you the ability to cast a fireball. So if I'm using that staff, my base attack is just a regular old fireball. But then they showed, well, here's another staff. The ability on this one is called, do you remember what it was called? It was called like unleash, I think. And so that said basic attack is unleash. Well, what that means is it's just a basic attack that will now cast your next spell three times in a row. And what's interesting is you can set all these rules in the game. When I cast this ability, use this staff. And then when I use this ability, switch to my secondary staff. So as you're doing these abilities, you can watch the character immediately swap to the other weapon and then cast it. And I thought that stuff looked so cool. Like that just shows, I think that they have a lot of love for action RPGs and the fact that they're going into that much detail in how all the gameplay and builds work, I think just really has good signs that this is going to be something that's well worth playing. So unfortunately though, even if you want a beta test, you've got to wait a whole year. (laughs) Yeah. A little bit of a bummer. One thing we didn't mention, by the way, so you can play co-op in Path of Exile 2. You can also play all of Lords of the Fallen co-op. So that's a little bit of a twist on the Souls-like games as well. Because we can actually true. play the whole game together. Oh, that, yeah. w- that would be pretty cool, to be honest. I know you could yeah. have like the co-op in Elden Ring, but like... I don't You'd know. only call them in for a boss. Yeah, and then, yeah. I mean, I know there's mods and stuff where you can fully co-op it and stuff like that too. But it, it is neat to have a game that's just straight up kind of built that way from the beginning, I guess. Beautiful. I can see the master at work. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Very nice. All right. Well, I think that wraps up everything we wanted to cover by way of news here this week. If you guys want to go check out those videos, should be very easy to find. Just search for Lord of the Fallen extended gameplay. It'll pop right up. Same with Path of Exile. We do want to say thank you to all of our current supporters on Apple and also on Patreon. Make sure to swing by MultiplayerSquad.com for perks like our bonus episodes. And if you like this episode, you don't have to miss us for very long. We will have a quick take episode for you available on Saturday and then a bonus round for you all on Monday. So make sure to check all of those out. And until next time, happy gaming. See ya. All right. See everybody.